Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. For these few moments that we share, we simply want to talk about faithful but still forgotten. I got to be honest, I didn't come to talk to everybody today, but I did come to talk to somebody. Somebody that God has issued a clarion call and ushered you in this room with a personal invitation. He's invited you to sit up under this word for you to understand the frustration that you feel when you've been faithful, but you're still forgotten. I know some of you sit with your Holy Ghost halo hovering over your head and you can't be honest and remove the mask and raise your hand and say, you're talking to me. Thank you for your honesty. That's why God always has something for honest people. But for those of you who can't be honest, I promise you when we walk through the life of Joseph, you will discover one of the most destructive places that you'll find yourself in is when you've done what you're supposed to do and you have not yet received the reward that God has promised you. This year, we have dubbed it the year to dream again. And so I know that wherever God takes me this year, it will be to the ears who are waiting to hear the sound of what it means to dream again. The reason that the again is so significant because there's something so daunting after having done it the first time and failed. Have you ever attempted something in your anointed space? I mean, you're really anointed. You know, you, you can excuse away and explain away the moments that you attempted and you weren't anointed. What about the moments when I am anointed and the attempt still fails. And so I come to talk to somebody who's being developed in difficulty and who has been postured in the midst of problems. And predicaments are your plight. And you feel as though your Christianity should have kept you from the point of contention that you're at now. There's something about the patterns of scripture that reveals and releases to us uh, the pathway and the process that sometimes releases the pathos and the pain that one has to endure and experience to the place of manifesting the dream. That daunting place, that overwhelming place that sometimes is just more tempted, more tempted to just give up and go backwards than to move forward. Have you ever been in that place before where going backwards was more attractive than moving forward? Because what you had to face to get what God showed you had put you in a place where it was becoming overwhelming. And so here we sit today. God has given us an opportunity to search the life of Joseph and we'll take a 30,000 foot view and do just that. 
We'll step back from the text in the 40th chapter. We'll begin to go to the beginning of Joseph's life. At a very early age, and you've got one of the greatest Bible teachers on the planet, one of the greatest communicators of our day. And so I'm sure I don't have to articulate to you the entire text, but we'll just in some way skim the surface of the text to discover what God wants to say to us today. In the package and the pattern of Joseph is something that, again, for many of us is extremely problematic because it's the phases and the stages that one has to go through to dream and to manifest the dream that, again, sometimes uh, alters our expectation. One of the worst places that you can ever be in in life is when your expectation has been altered. When your faith is waning because uh, what God said to you uh, does not match up to what you're seeing. You ever been in that place before when what God said is not what you're seeing? When somebody has the audacity to give you a prophetic word and it doesn't come to pass tomorrow, but you're in the pause in the Salah of life. When it seems like it's so distant that to be developed for it almost seems to be the worst thing that God could do to you. I mean, as we look back at Joseph's life in chapter number 38, we discover this young man who simply had a dream, had a dream that put him in odd's way. He was dressed by his father in a very colorful coat, and sometimes we do a great injustice to what that means to be dressed by our fathers in colorful coats. Sometimes we clamor for the coat, we clamor for the color, we want the platform and the position, and we want to be in the posture of greatness. Sometimes our fathers can dress us today for things that will not work for us tomorrow. Some of us, again, have been enamored with the colorful coat, and we, again, clamor for the coat, not understanding that the coat is something that can be removed because that's why Joseph has to go through the first phase and the first stage, and that's being betrayed by his brothers. But betrayal can be a blessing. Just tell somebody betrayal can be a blessing. I know, again, we have not learned how to navigate what in theology is called the theodicies of life, and that is when this good God takes evil things to give us God outcomes. Because in our mind, if it's given by God, it's got to be good. And we've been taught that purpose is pleasurable and pleasing, but the truth of the matter, purpose has nothing to do with comfort or pleasure. The most purposeful that you are is in your most painful moments in life. Blessings come in peculiar packages. God has the audacity sometimes to do us in by people that we love. So that we have to leave the last thing that we didn't believe we could live without. See, some of you thought that your coat is what made you who you were. You thought that it was the colorful coat that distinguished you and identified you as a dreamer. But praise God, God allows betrayal to position us for the sovereign plans of God. So it is in the midst of this theodicy that God will take bad things and work them together for God outcomes. 
Am I talking to anybody in here that can be honest and say, man, I'm going through some stuff right now. As a matter of fact, if the person who was sitting next to you knew what you were going through, they'd probably put their Baptist finger up and tiptoe just a few rows down from you and sit somewhere else if they really knew the stuff that you were going through. Just nudge somebody and tell them if you really knew what I was going through. Oh, come on, talk to them. Tell them if you really knew what I was going through. If you knew what it took for me just to be here this morning, some of y'all sat here and look at these people like they were crazy when they were praising God. But if you knew the pits that they had been in and the things that they endured just to make it to this moment, am I talking to anybody in here that can be honest and say, it costs me to be in this place? Don't, 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 don't you look at my coat without factoring in the cost. See, people have the audacity to assess your life and believe that they know what it takes for you to be who you are. But if you knew the stuff that I've been through just to be me, tell somebody just to be me, just to be me. You, you sit up in here and look at me as if I wonder who I am. But the truth of the matter is there are days that I haven't even figured it out. Amen. It, if there's anything that I need today, I need a clear revelation from God as to how to endure this thing that I'm going through. Uh, do you do know that the race is not given to the strong or to the swift, but it's given to the one that can endure? And I believe that that's about 50 people in this room's testimony. I'm just trying to hang on until help comes. Uh, you can't be honest, but there's a few of us that can be honest and say I'm trying to deal with the betrayals. I'm trying to factor in how God could allow me to end up in the predicaments that I'm finding myself in. It does not match. Is there anybody in here that could be honest and say that the first stage of your life does not match to what God promised you? Well, I come to tell you, you in good company because that's how God does. He always sends the prophetic before the peril because he knows that when you get smack dab in the middle of it, you've got to have something to hang on to. Some of y'all praising just because God made a promise. It's not that you've apprehended it. It's just that you have confidence in what God showed you. And in the midst of everything that you're going through, the only thing that's helping you endure is you got a word from the Lord. Just tell somebody, that's the only reason I'm praising today. Uh, you can sit up in here and look at my suit. You can sit up in here and look at my drip. But the truth of the matter is some of us are simply praising because we understand the reputation and the resume of God but if you're honest what you're in doesn't look like what you have been assigned to amen is there anybody in here that can be honest and say that the pits sometimes seem like they are counterproductive but I've discovered that the pits are purposeful. Just nudge your neighbor and tell them pits are purposeful.
It's in the pit that he gets an opportunity to be betrayed by his brothers because it's something about betrayal that will position you to have to give evidence to the things that you've been talking about in your private place. It's something about having an opportunity to give public exposition to the things that you have been privately promised. And it's in these moments that God has to show you that greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. And so in the midst of the pit moments, it's an opportunity for God to strip the things off of me that my father put on me. Some of you don't understand that the that the coat is simply an opportunity for you to understand where God is taking you but it is too small for where God is going to end you up and so some of you God is telling you don't settle for the colorful coat can you just nudge your neighbor and tell him this is not the time for you to settle Come on, talk to him. Tell him, don't, not, don't settle now. God has not brought you to this to assign you to a place where you simply settle for something that gives a semblance of what you believe God has promised you. If God wanted you to have it, it could have never been taken off of you. So there are some things that God has to show you are not essential to the equation of what God has assigned to you. Can I tell you that if it can be stripped off of you, it's not needed, nor is it necessary, which means that you have everything that you need for your now. And if you don't believe it, I dare you to clap your hands and give God a praise and shout in the devil's face and tell him, I got everything that I need. Some of you are sitting up in here looking sad and sorrowful as if God has done you a disservice because it could be stripped off of your life but the truth of the matter is it was something that you were going to outgrow anyway look at somebody and tell them God is eliminating your casualties <laughs> there are some things that God has to strip off of you before it takes your dream away from you that's why you better lift up your hands and thank God for everything that's gone I tell people, if you can leave me, I can let you. Amen. If you can walk out the door, I can love you enough to let you. Because it's one thing to leave somebody that ain't been faithful, but when you got somebody that has been faithful, God will not leave you in a space with somebody who views you as less. And so sometimes God has to get you out of the wrong hands in order to get you into the right hands. So some of y'all had to go through some stuff just this short part of the year, but you need to open up your mouth and give God a praise that it's gone. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna help me I said you need to open up your mouth and give a good God a good praise that in his sovereignty he knew that you would not need it for the next level of your life somebody ought to just wave bye bye come on J just shout bye bye shout bye bye to things that would have blocked your blessings to things that would have stood in the way to things that would have separated you from the assignment that God had for 
for you. Somebody in here ought to be glad that you outgrew it. Amen. Because if you can't grow, you can go. And that's what I keep telling everybody in my life. Amen. The one thing that you have a responsibility to do if you are going to be connected to me is grow. And if you can't grow, then you got to go. There's about five people that just flash through your mind that you made up in your mind as soon as I said it that they got to get out of my top five because they are the lid on my life and they are keeping me at a level that is beneath what God has designed me to be. Just shout over at somebody and tell them I'm designed for more. I see you don't think much about yourself because you are willing to settle for something that is too small for you for the season in you too. I need you to shout like you got a voice of authority and tell your neighbor neighbor I'm better than that there's some jobs that God had to take you on of, and you need to shout right now there's some things that God had to eliminate from your life and here you are giving the devil credit for what God calls if it was the devil it would have killed you not just stripped you but because you're still here it must be a part of the I wish I had somebody to help me preach just a little while. Tell somebody it's a part of the sovereign plans of God. And so that's why you've got to praise God for the pit. Is there anybody in here that can take the next 50 seconds and give God your best praise for the pits that you just came out of? No, I need you to shout, not like a survivor, but like a thriver. I need you to shout like somebody that's up under the word of world overcomers and up under the word of the man of God that says that it came in like this. Somebody shout over at your neighbor and tell him it will not end like this. It's just a level. Somebody shout, it's just a level. And on some levels, some things have to leave your life. Can we just say bye-bye to it again? Amen. Come on, can you just wave bye-bye one more time? If it hasn't left you yet, it will leave you before the end of the year is out. What a prophecy. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them, if it ain't left yet, it's on the way. It's on the way. Everything that's not covenant is optional. I wish I had some help and I will not lose my mind over options one more day I will not go to counseling and therapy over options one y'all ain't gonna help me tell somebody if it ain't covenant it don't need counseling some things just need some divine scissors and it just needs you to cut yourself away and you need the courage to walk away tell somebody I just felt a revelation in the Holy Ghost that I got the courage to walk away from some stuff that I've been sticking and staying with. It shimmers, it shakes, and it shines, but that don't mean that it's God. If this message has blessed or encouraged you, feel free to visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast and learn more about WOCC or donate to the ministry. This enables us to continue to impact the kingdom in the best way possible. God. 
<laughs> on your way down just tell somebody everything that's shining God everything that's colorful don't mean that it's covenant and so some things that I've been counting as covenant are really casualties and they're the things that God has assigned to allow me to grow and so it's on the first level that he grows and it's in this place that in the midst of the betrayal of his brothers that he is unstuck from a season that he would have stayed stuck in do you understand the blessings of your betrayers faithful are the wounds of those who love you amen amen sometimes God has to aggravate you into destiny sometimes God has to agitate you into destiny he does not always come with mystical magical angels sometimes he comes in the form of mess oh, somebody in here got some mess moving them somebody in here got some drama amen delivering you into destiny and sometimes it's not the people who walk with you but sometimes it's the Judases in your life that are the most essential to your equation can we be honest that we could have done without the 11 but you can't do without Judas because if he's the Christ somebody got to put him on the cross because for every resurrection there first has to be a death and sometimes the people who deliver you to death are the ones that you should welcome with tiptoe expectancy and you should leap up and kiss them and say from whence have you come you can think about five people that you want to get away from but those are the people that you need to stay close to because in their divisive ways they are still delivering you to destiny because what the enemy meant for evil I feel like I'm at the river now. I said, what the enemy meant for evil. Look at somebody and tell them, sometimes you need some evil people. Sometimes you need to force God's hand. Sometimes you need somebody to sell you out so that God can take you up. Look at somebody and tell them, I'm glad that I was sold out. Baby, you tempted to sit up in here and soak over somebody that sold you out. But what they did was they delivered you to your next level. You would have been stuck in gas. Gethsemane if Judas hadn't come along and kiss you look at somebody and tell them God says that you're now no longer stuck oh y'all better help me preach just shout over at your neighbor and tell them you ain't stuck no more sometimes he has to free you with the kiss of an enemy and some of y'all have been kissed by some enemies but what they got you away from was a thing that was never designed to take you into destiny you ought to open up your mouth and give a good God a good praise that he got you away from some stuff that would have kept you in a stuck still stagnant place can you just holler at your neighbor and tell him oh magnify the Lord with me can I get somebody up and down my row to help me give God praise for the stuff that somebody thought that they were doing me in but it was the thing that was delivering me up you ought to prophesy to your neighbor and tell him God is about to take you higher oh come on talk to him tell him God is about to take you higher oh praise be the name of God and so after he's betrayed he is now sold into slavery amen look at somebody and tell them being sold is not a bad thing because sometimes it's the pathway to the promise that is problematic and it looks counter to what God showed us but everything that's happening in your life is purpose 
graceful. That's why you don't need to pout about the places that it feels like God has failed you. But you've got to learn how to celebrate in every place that the enemy thinks that he's getting over on you. Every place that he believes that you're going to lose. Look at somebody and tell them, after all I've been through, I still got my praise. Baby, the devil thought that you would lose your praise just because he sold you out. But you ought to give God a praise right smack dab in the middle of it. Somebody open up your mouth and thank God for the difficult things that you survived. Here you are today, stuff you should have died in. As a matter of fact, other people died in the thing that you made it through. That's why you owe it to God to open up your mouth and give him the best praise that you could give him. Somebody look over at your neighbor and tell him after all I've been through. Y'all gonna help me preach, ain't y'all? I said, tell your neighbor, after all I've been through, I still got my praise. The devil thought that you would stop praising God. But after betrayal and after pits, I've learned how to have a track record with God. Because if God brought me through that, look at somebody and tell them, God will bring me through this. Oh, I need just 50 people to help me praise God. Look at somebody and tell them God gonna bring us through. No, I need you to prophesy to somebody. Point your prophetic finger in their face and tell them don't you quit here. Tell them don't you die here. Tell them you've been through enough to gain a track record with God. To know that if God brought you through that, God will bring you through this. Can somebody give God a radical praise? A ridiculous praise? Can you lift up up your voice and shout to the Lord in the middle of your bondage, in the middle of what you're going through. I dare you to prophesy to your neighbor and tell him it will not be this way always. I thought we was going to have some church. I'm sorry. I'm just looking for 50 people that can tell somebody it will not be this way always. If you wonder why I'm praising, it's because my predicament is temporary. Look at somebody and tell them it's only temporary. Come on, run to three people and tell them it's only temporary. Baby, they may be walking you away from everything that you love. But tell somebody it's only temporary. No, I need you to do better than that. Tell somebody it's only temporary. I need you to grab somebody by the hand. Shake them like you got the Holy Ghost. Y'all got to excuse me. I'm just an old sanctified preacher. I said shake that neighbor's hand. Remind them it's only temporary. God done brought you through pits. God done carried you through Potiphar's house. Shake that hand and tell them it's only temporary. Woo, somebody on your way down shout, it's only temporary. Woo, tell somebody the reason that I'm praising God is because I got a revelation that the same God that kept me yesterday, he's a keeper today. Run to three people and tell them he's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. Woo. Please be seated. So he's a keeper. 
and I've discovered that no matter what the predicament is it cannot alter the grace that God has put on my life because just because you took my coat didn't mean that you took my favor look at somebody and tell them favor is still on you there's some things that's been stripped off of you and you've been tempted to to allocate your praise to your predicament but sometimes your praise has to exceed your problem I'm only talking to somebody that's in something did you hear what I said I said sometimes your praise has to exceed your predicament I see they didn't get it over here so let me try over here I said sometimes your praise has to exceed your predicament let me try back over here I said sometime your praise has to exceed your predicament let me try all over the house I said sometime your praise has to exceed your predicament when the enemy is trying to carry you away you've got to let them know that after all I've been through look at somebody and tell them I still got what I need Y'all gonna help me preach? Look at somebody and tell them I still got what I need. How can we sing our song in a strange land? Look at somebody and tell them climb the tree and get your heart back. Come back down and make music again. Somebody get your heart. Come on, climb up in the tree. Look at somebody and tell them let's make some music in the middle of a mess. You got to learn how to make music. I'm only talking to somebody that's in a mess. I dare you to open up your mouth and make some noise. Somebody shout. Please be seated. I'm almost done. I got to go. Amen. So, so even being carried away by their captives, he has to discover that he has something in him that's greater than what he's going through. Tell somebody that scripture is real. No, come on. Y'all got to help me preach, man. I'm sick and I'm still here preaching. And y'all, I ain't going to do this by myself. Amen. Help me preach up in here. Tell somebody his favor is for real. His favor is for real. Some of y'all would have died in what you were going through, but it wasn't in your coat. It was in your favor. Tell somebody if it had not been for the Lord God <laughs> that was on my side. See, some of you again thought that it was in the ancillary things. You thought that it was in the extra things. No, it was in a God that made you a promise and sometimes your promise exceeds your predicament. He calls the disciples from the practicum on the shore into the middle of the storm and when they wake them up, the Bible says that's when he gets aggravated by them. The reason that he gets aggravated by them is because he gave them a prophecy before they got in the middle of the peril. He told them that we gonna make it to the other side see it doesn't matter what's going to happen between here and the other side you just got to know that there's another side to this that's a good place to put a praise just tell somebody there's another side to this the story has not been fully told yet y'all missed a good place to give a praise I said the full story has not been told yet this is just a snapshot but if you knew what I knew you'd be praised 
season like I'm praising. Tell somebody it's only a snapshot because I've been too faithful for it to end like this. Can you just bother somebody for those of y'all that's been faithful and just tell somebody I've been too faithful for it to end like this. And so whatever I'm going through right now, I know that it's only for a season. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. Give me just a little bit in the house. Let's get ready to go home. Just nudge your neighbor until a morning is on the way. Can I preach it like I would if I was at the river? Nudge somebody until a morning is on the way. And I didn't come for everybody, but I came for somebody to tell you that weeping is only going to endure for the night. But just nudge somebody and tell them, get a morning praise. The devil's trying to make you feel like it's going to end like this. But God says, because you endured. Look at somebody and tell them, because we endured. Can I prophesy over y'all and can I speak life into you? And can I tell you that everything that you've been through, look at somebody and tell them it was working for your good. Y'all better help me preach. I said, nudge your neighbor and tell them it was working for your good. The enemy is trying to steal your praise because you've helped everybody else get to theirs. And it seemed like your turn is never going to come. But the devil is a lie. I came to world overcomers to tell somebody that you're next in line. Look at somebody and tell them we got next. Y'all ain't going to help me preach. I said, look your neighbor in the face and tell them I got next. I've been in a holding pattern. I've been through hell and high water. But I kept a praise on my lips. I kept joy bells ringing in my soul. I kept paying my tithe. I kept showing up at World Overcomers. God says you can lift up your hands and you can shout right now. Can I give you some good news today? That the project is already done. Somebody ought to give God a praise because right now you hold everything that God needs to bring into world overcomers somebody lift up your hands and shout I got everything that we need I'm looking at millionaires and billionaires I'm looking at somebody that if you put your foot on it you can speak to it in the name of Jesus can I preach it like I feel it look at somebody and tell them the devil is a liar after all that you've been through, you ought to stand up on your feet and give God your best praise. God says, I have not forgotten you. God says, lo, I'll never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. But God says, I'll always be there. Somebody ought to clap your hands and run to three people and tell them God is about to lift you higher. Look at somebody and tell them you've been through the pit. Tell them you've been through Potiphar's house. Tell them you've been through the prisons. But God sent me to tell you that Pharaoh is dreaming. Somebody ought to just lift up your hands because God has put you on somebody's mind. And before the week is out, you're about to get an email that says that God has factored in your faithfulness. Before the week is out, you're about to open up the mailbox and discover that God 
God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. For if the Lord said it, will not the Lord do it? Somebody grab your neighbor's hand, shake it like you got the Holy Ghost. You ain't shaking. I said, grab that neighbor's hand, shake them and rock them. Can we have a little church? Shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. And tell them, get ready for God to blow your mind. Is there anybody in world overcomers that's been through too much to give up right here? Look at somebody and tell them, I've been through too much to throw in the towel. But I'm going to lift up my hands and give God my best praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, magnify the Lord with me. Because when I look up and down this row, I see too many testimonies for you to have a closed mouth. But if you've been through something, you need to lift up your voice and testify to every principality and power that if God be for us, who then can be against us? Look at somebody and tell them, God is for world overcomers. And I need you to put a praise in the room like you believe that God is for you. As a matter of fact, run to three people and tell them, shout right now. Shout before the building goes up. Shout before the parking lots are in. Shout before the people are coming. Because what God showed you, look at somebody and tell them, it shall come to pass. Y'all better open up your mouths in here. Because if you open up your mouth, heaven's getting ready to touch down in the earth. I said, open up your mouth, world overcomers. Let there be a sound in the earth that says that it is so. Come on, open up your mouth and shout. Open up your mouth and scream. Open up your mouth and holler. Come on, I'm looking at some people that's been through something. Uh, some people that know how to produce something. Uh, some people that know how to make it happen. Uh, look at somebody and tell them delay uh, does not mean denied. Uh, I'm talking to somebody that's in a holding pattern. Uh, you better lift up your hands uh, and remind yourself uh, of what God showed you. Uh, look at somebody and tell them the Lord uh, is about to remind you. Uh, of everything he said, every word he spoke, everything that he showed you. Somebody give him a shout. Come on, lift your hands and say, speak Holy Ghost. He's about to bring the dream back to your remembrance. Somebody lift your hands and say, speak Holy Ghost. He's about to but he showed you a long time ago somebody shout speak holy ghost speak holy ghost speak again speak until my praise comes back speak until my hope comes back somebody lift your hands and shout speak holy spirit We're getting ready to go, but I need somebody that feels like your dream is dying. I need you quickly run to this altar. If you feel like your dream is dying quickly from wherever you are, run to this altar quickly. Come, come, come. If you feel like you're forgetting why God called you, 
if you're getting fatigued by the process, if you're overwhelmed by the difficulties of doing, if you're going through something that makes you feel like just throwing in the towel because you've been faithful, but you feel forgotten. You've done everything that you have been required of. And it seems like God is doing it for everybody, but you just come from wherever you are. Come from wherever you are. Come, 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 come. While the musicians are playing softly. All of these great men and women of God are here at this altar. Keep coming from wherever you are. If you're watching by way of stream and make an acknowledgement that I'm talking to you. God is about to speak to you again. I was in a season where after having gone through two strokes in another building project, I feel myself being overwhelmed and there's sometimes that I'm tempted to just stop rather than to endure another stroke. And in the delay, I'm tempted to just say, no, that's okay. Maybe it's somebody else's to do. Just lift your hands if you're at this altar. The Holy Spirit is about to speak to you again. All of these great men and women of God are here at this altar. They're about to start praying for you. I want you who are standing at this altar to all the ministers, all the pastors, start praying for these who are at this altar. Lift your hands. God is about to remind you of what he said. God is about to download into you again the dream that you once gave up on because you found out how difficult it was to produce it. But now God is about to give you another chance. Pharaoh is dreaming right now. It's been a long time since God showed you, but he's about to reignite your faith again. Everybody who's standing in the seat, you ought to be praying for all these who are standing at this altar. That means there should be a collective sound of worship. There should be a collective sound of prayer in this room. If you're standing in those seats, that means that you know what it's like to be there. You know what it's like to be tempted to quit. You know what it's like to be tempted to feel like you've been forgotten. But God says you've been too faithful. Just because the cupbearer forgot you for two years, it wasn't the cupbearer that made you the promise. It was a God who has been faithful, who watches over his word to perform it. And God says, even when cupbearers are not faithful, God says, I am. And while you've been waiting, you haven't been waiting on just anybody, but you've been waiting on a sovereign God who keeps every word that he speaks. And he will not let you die until you see everything that he said. And I speak that over you. Come on, let's audibly and openly start speaking in this room. He will not let you die without seeing everything that he said. He didn't show you that just for nothing. He didn't show you that just for giggles and fun. He didn't show you that just to play with your emotions, but he showed you that. Yes, it's a process. Yes, it's a pathway towards it. But God says it's still in effect. God says, I'm still going to do everything that I said. Your job is to just hold on and believe me for everything that I said I would do. Your job is just to believe me for every word. Your job is just to walk with me. And your job is just to hold on until you see everything align. Hold on until you see everything come to pass. Hold on until you see everything come into fruition. And so here it comes. It's getting ready to happen. It's not too much longer now. You don't have too much longer. God's going to do everything that he said. No stress, no strain, no anxiety. You'll never be overwhelmed by what God showed you ever again. 
but I come to speak peace over you today. I come to declare and decree that you're going to make it to everything that God said. Start praying for the person that's next to you. If you could put your hand on their shoulder, put your hand on their shoulder and just start believing God for them. I believe that while we're praying for each other, the Bible says that while Job prayed for his friends, that God began to turn the situation in his own life. I need you to start touching and agreeing with the person that's connected to you. Father, I thank you that they will not quit. I thank you that they will not give up. I thank you that they will not give in to the temptation. I thank you that they will not be weary in doing well. But I thank you that in due season that they will reap if they just don't faint. And I speak to you today, don't faint, don't quit. You're almost there. You're in the last stage, you're almost there. Pharaoh is having his dream, you're almost there. I know it's been some time since God showed you, but God's about to speak it to you afresh. He's about to speak it to you anew. Come on, speak it. Speak over them. Come on, pull it out of them. Come on, somebody. Uh, Father, we love you. We adore you. We thank you. Come on, there's a sound in this room. Ooh, you're not going to die right there. You're not going to die before you see it. God would never make you a promise and not show you what he said. God says that the promise is protecting you. The promise is preserving you. Come on, pray for them. Come on, pray out of your spirit. Father, I thank you for this word today. Somebody was about to faint. Somebody was about to quit. Somebody was about to take their life. But God, I thank you that they're about to hold on and see the end. Father, I thank you that they're going to endure. I thank you that they made it through the betrayal. I thank you that they made it through the difficulty. I thank you that they made it through the despair. And God, on the other side of this, it's good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, I give you praise. Come on, can we just pray for 30 more seconds audibly and openly? Can you let your sound be heard in this place? Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for the visions. I thank you, God, for the buildings. I thank you for the plans. I thank you for everything, God. And right now, we speak over every vision. And we speak over every resource, God. And we call to the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we call in every resource, God. No struggle and no strain, God. I thank Thank you, God, that it comes now. I thank you that this house is debt free. I thank you that the people are debt free, God. I thank you that there's no weariness in them, God. But I speak strength in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift it over that neighbor, Father. I thank you now. I thank you now, God. I thank you now. I thank you for the man and the woman of God. I thank you for our pastors. I thank you for our visionaries, God. I thank you for what you're doing in their lives, even right now. I thank you that they have need of nothing, God, but everything is full and complete in every area. There's nothing missing and there's nothing broken. Father, I give you praise, honor, and glory for this now. And I give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Hook somebody in your arms and tell them it is so. Come on, hug somebody in your arms and tell them it is so. Amen. Your dreams are going to come to pass. Everything that God showed you is yea and amen. Everything that God wants to do, he can do it. He's already done it. And he will continue to do it even the more. Amen. Come on. God bless you guys. I love you so much. So
He won't. She won't. Come on, do you believe that? See, he won't fail. Do me a favor, there's quite a few people that are here and you might not have come to the altar, that's fine. Would you join hands with the person that's standing next to you? And Jesus told Peter that the enemy desires to have you. He desires to kill you. He desires to destroy your faith. But Jesus makes such a declaration to Peter. He said, Peter, I prayed for you that your faith won't fail. And I know the altar might not have been your thing, but we're gonna send waves to this room so that with the next seven days, you'll get renewed faith. You'll get renewed strength. That you won't become weary in well-doing because you know that your harvest is close. God, we thank you for the hand that we hold right now. Oh God, we locked arms earlier. We was dancing earlier. We've been praising you, but there's someone who still has their head in a hung position. And God, we believe that one can chase a thousand. And there's many of us in this room this morning. And we come to put every enemy out of this room out of people's minds, out of people's pathways, out of people's lives, out of people's way we're commanding right now in the name of Jesus that the enemy would take his hands off. Move, you have no power. We have the authority in our tongues. We have the authority in our minds. We have the authority in our spirit. And we can speak those things that are not as though they already are. So we speak healing right now. We speak mental wellness right now. We speak emotional wellness right now. We speak clarity right now. We speak healing in bodies right now. We speak families whole right now. We speak relationships mended right now. We speak that in the name of Jesus Christ. And God, 
by the unity that is in this room today we let the enemy know that you did not win the fact that we made it here you did not win the fact that we had a word that let us know we're not forgotten you did not win but God won again God we thank you for strength being renewed faith being stirred we thank you for it now in Jesus name we all say together from the front to the back would you clap your hands right there from the front to the back would you clap your hands that's right strength be your portion 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 strength be your portion and strength be your portion listen please be seated just for a few moments I believe that all of us heard a word today that our faith was stirred is that right it's amazing how God comes to let us know that he has not forgotten about us and that he sees us still working in his kingdom. Isn't that amazing how God is? He sees when we get weary, y'all. He sees when we get tired and he sends somebody to come along and say, hey, you can make it. You can go a little bit further. You can do this. And I want you to know this morning that all of you, you can do this. And what is this that I'm talking about? You can sow into Victory Park with Tyrus J. Hinton. Yes, sir. Don't move. Don't get upset. Don't think. Don't, don't be like, oh, my God, he set us up. No. God just freed us, y'all. God just let us know we're not forgotten. God just let us know he's going to take care of us. Oh, come on, y'all. God just reassured us that we are in his hands. And every work that we do, God's going to make sure we're taken care of. I want you to sow this morning. The QR code is up on the screen. Sow into Victory Park. Today is a $500 Sunday for at least 10 of you in here. It's a $500 Sunday for you to sow into Victory Park. It's a $500 Sunday. It's a $500 Sunday for you to sow into Victory Park. What did I say, y'all? It's a $500 Say it with me loud. It's a all right? When the Lord gives me a number, I know it's sure. It's a $500 Sunday. If you can't give it, that means it ain't you. And if you don't have $500, we know it ain't. But if you have $500 and the Lord has prospered you in that manner, this is your Sunday. This is a $500 Sunday for you to sow, not in the tyrus but into Victory Park. I want you to sow. And I promise you that the Lord will make sure that you get what you need returned to you. How many sowers are in the room this morning? How many sowers are in this room? And you understand the law of reciprocity, right? You understand the law of sowing and reaping. So we sow with understanding that we'll sow and we'll reap, period. Isn't that right, Bishop? We'll, we'll sow and we'll reap. Period. So let's sow. If you need an envelope, wave your hand. One of these gentlemen in blue will serve you. If not, you've already been scanning the code. No problem. Just scan that code. The buckets will pass you. If you're saying, you know what? I don't have 500, but I'm going to give 50. I'm going to give 20. Whatever you want to give, the buckets are passing you right now so that you can give. If you want to give cash, give cash. That's fine. You say, you know what? I want to write a check. You can still write a check, make it payable to World Overcomers Christian Church, or you can also make that check payable to Victory Park. 
All right, you can make that check payable to Victory Park this morning. The buckets are passing you right now. All right, right now. Is the Lord blessing you right now? The Lord is blessing me right now. The Lord is blessing me. Would you declare that? The Lord is blessing me right now. The Lord is blessing me. He, the Lord is, uh-oh, the Lord is blessing me <laughs> right now. Y'all, I'm so old sometimes. The Lord is blessing me right now. Y'all remember that? He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. The Lord, oh, oh, y'all remember that? Is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Come on, clap your hands. You know the Lord, he's blessing me right now. Oh, right now. You know the Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Where my choir folks at? Oh, yes, he woke me up this morning. And he started me on my way. The Lord come on, y'all, is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. The Lord. See, they what they know. In my right mind, he didn't let me sleep too late. Hey, he woke me, woke me, woke me right on time. Yes, sir. Come on, you can jump up on your feet. We're gonna go home. The Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Oh, yes, the Lord. He's blessing me right now.
God bless you, everybody. Have a wonderful Sunday. Make sure you hug somebody, love somebody on your way out. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.